This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself (laughs) laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, everybody. Guess what? This is Living It Up While Beginning Again. I'm Teresa here along with my husband, Scott. Hello. Robert came back to the office again today. Hello. Thank you for being here, Robert. Okay. Well, Robert, this is your time to introduce the topic, so go ahead. Well, we all need supportive relationships. Well, that's for sure. Did you emphasize supportive? Yeah. Yes, I did. We should emphasize supportive a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more? Because there could be dysfunctional relationships. (laughs) There could be invisible relationships. That's good. That's good, Robert. Supportive. Supportive relationships. That's good. And Scott, uh, well, Robert was going to ask you something. Yeah. Well, what is the where's the scripture on this today, Scott? Well, this is actually in Ecclesiastes four nine through twelve. By the way, this is a great scripture too for a wedding. It is. It's awesome. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one keep warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back-to-back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. Mm-hmm. Well, that is for sure. Robert, I think you can speak to this topic pretty yeah. good. Because, when, when you know, you, you've been single all your life, and no, you spent a lot of time alone, mm-hmm. not because... Um, you know, you really wanted it that way, but that's just the way that it's been. Mm-hmm. And you've come to accept that, come to terms with it. Things are changing for you, but we Amen. won't get but into now he that. Thinks, now he thinks he's Mr. Casanova. Would you stop? <laughs> hey, we're building his In story. <laughs> we're building his story. So, Robert, you could really speak to supportive relationships. Um, sorry, got a little tongue-tied there. Okay. Wasn't expecting this. So. Okay. But um, it does help with supportive relationships, having brothers around who you can always call upon and having couples that you can always talk to. I was going to say, what how, am I, cellophane? Yeah. I'm her I sister. I said couples. Okay, you yeah. did. But sometimes <laughs> it's easier to go to a brother with an issue than it is a sister, mm-hmm. and so the brother can understand it better. But the nice thing is, is as a couple, the both of you, both Scott and Teresa, <laughs> I can come to and say, hey, I'm having an issue with this. And the nice thing is, I know that at any time, Either one of them can be praying for me on mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yes. And it also in the scripture says when two are gathered together and bringing it. I'm paraphrasing this Robert style. But <laughs> whenever two people can bring it to God, the, he is there in the midst of them. Yes, and he so, is. It's good. Well, you know, I mean, having a supportive uh, uh, friends and, and a healthy relationships around you. Um, that, I mean, that's absolutely necessary, you know, for our relationship with Christ. I mean, not only, not only is it necessary, we have to have it. I mean, we have to have that because we're going to fall. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we need a helping hand to get up. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and I'm a firm believer. Um, God works through people. You know, you may see someone at the supermarket, you know, that maybe dropped a bag or something. 
and you go over and help them up with that bag and say, here you go. Well, then they look at you like, what do they do that for? Or what do they want? Yeah. (laughs) And then you just walk away. Yeah. You know, and and just just because. Or maybe you go to a restaurant and you leave a $100 tip for a single mother who's struggling and doesn't have any money. You know what I mean? And so so that's just another way of of being support, you know, showing Christ support through the community. Well, you know, for me, it keeps me connected to God. When I have, as, as you mentioned, supportive relationships, that's the buzzword, supportive relationships, other people that are walking with the Lord have a strong love walk, who love unconditionally, that keeps me grounded and it helps me deal with the world. Mm-hmm. You know, woo, that's just like uh, a, a refuge for me. Amen. You know, you have your biological family and you have your spiritual family and you got your guy friends and your girlfriends and your friends with your animals, your pets, or what have Troy time. You have Casey time, and you'll probably get a dog one day, Robert. And <laughs> we'll talk about your dog then, too. But, you know, it keeps me going. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, it just does. But back to the, the most important relationships, again, are for those that keep me connected with God because they also show uh, unconditional love. And I hope I show that unconditional love. And it reminds me again of what he's like what's jesus like and i've learned so much about what he's like through supportive relationships and i've learned what he's not like through other ones amen well you know one one reason why some people may not have supportive relationships it's a trust issue yes Uh, i know growing up i had severe trust issues because of things that happened in my childhood and it it was very tough for me to trust anybody Mm -hmm. to be quite honest with you now when i gave my life to christ and he came into my life um that was really the you know besides my mother the only person in my life i've ever really trusted Mm. and and so um when you go through a mentorship program or you have accountability partners or whatever the case may be the first thing that needs to be established is trust Mm -hmm. is this person looking out for my best benefit is this person praying to christ and about about what he's about to maybe tell me or, or, or refer to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can he back this up or she back this up with scripture? Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that's a huge part in in, uh, in uh, wanting to have a supportive relationship. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. yes. And that, that'll give us added strength. That'll give us wisdom. And it'll give us protection. That's right. Amen. You know, um, I mean, Robert has called me before, you know, when he's had an issue. I've I've texted him or, or or called him when I've had a, a problem or issue that I really need to to, to discuss because God tells us yes we need to talk to him about yes. this but we also need to what we need to tell someone else that's right well it's it's good to have someone that you can trust and if you don't have feel like you have anyone that you can trust pray that the Lord will bring you some people that you can trust especially mm-hmm. if you're trying to work with Him to transform and turn your life around. Because that stuff that we keep up in our head, just mulling it around over yeah. and over and over. You talk about you get sick. Yeah. That that keeps you in a very sick, dysfunctional place. But you got to be willing to take a risk. And when God puts those people in your life that you've been praying to help rescue you, it's going to happen because you're praying in his will. And then when it happens, mm-hmm. you've got to be willing to take a risk and trust God the way that you prayed and go, this is the person. And go on and tell it. Go on and take a risk because God sent them to you. They're not going 
to reject you if they're from him. That's right. Amen. If they're from him. And that's where you start building trust again. Because all of us around this table have been hurt, and trust has been a huge issue. Yes. But when, when the Lord, from in my situation, put people in my life that had walked in my shoes, I gravitated toward mm-hmm. them. In fact, my own family couldn't really help me and it wasn't that I didn't love my family but they were questioning why you know why don't you talk to us and I said I love y'all but they have been in my shoes Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm really this is a season in my life that I needed to just let these people minister to me yeah and so they were so supportive my family my biological family was Mm -hmm. so supportive and those that had walked in my shoes were and i mean it just accelerated my healing but i had to trust i had to take a risk and be willing to say this is what's in my head this is what's happened to me this is what i've done and they're like okay and what a relief that they didn't tell me i don't want to talk to you about this do not call me again this is it this is more than i can handle no because they were from god yeah. You know, and, and I was praying his will. And so once you get past that hurdle, there's nothing left but healing. Amen. Well, I know for me, you know, I was single for many years personally. And so was Teresa. And, you know, I prayed for a woman of God and to come into my life. And one of the main factors, of course, the main factor was that she loved Christ first. But what the other fact, one of the factors that would determine, you know, if, is this the one that God has for me was the trust. Can I trust her, mm-hmm. you know, with my spirit, with my life, with your heart, with my heart, <laughs> you know, and, you know, when Teresa and I met, um, the second I, the second I saw her, I said, I, she, I can trust her. And I hadn't felt that for many, many years, you know, and in fact, I ended many relationships that I had, you know, with women because I, I figured they were going to break my heart anyway. But how were you praying? Uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't praying. <laughs> You know, at that time, I wasn't praying. That's right. You know? And we can go towards relationships that are not divine, that are not from the Lord, and yes. wonder, why am I getting rejected here? Well, I didn't ask God if, if these yeah. are who he wants me to be in a relationship. Pray about everything. Yes. Everything. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. Sorry, I didn't mean to take that from you. But like you were saying, whenever we did c- connect and when we were in each other's life, mm-hmm. it's again, you said, I feel like you could trust me. Well, how are you praying? Yeah, that's true. Do you trust God enough to go? I can trust her. Yeah. The peace set in, right? Absolutely. I remember that. Peace mm-hmm. set in, and plus I stopped <laughs> asking God to prepare her for me. That you know, he, God told me I need to prepare you. She's ready. And so you know, that's when the trust really came because then He put us together, and I went, my goodness, you know, I've been waiting for this all my life. Well, honey, we're uh, getting real gooey here. We are getting. Gooey. Robert is sitting over there. Robert, we want to hear from you. Yeah, Robert. Well, it does take a lot to trust someone, and nice thing is, is we can turn to God and go, God, I need someone I can trust. I need someone I can talk to, and I, like I said earlier, I've got a couple of couples that I can come to, and it's really been a blessing, and if you can't open up to the other person, then that really isn't a relationship you need to be in, That's and right. it's, mm-hmm. and Currently, I'm working through a situation, and it's been a real blessing. The two of us have been able to open up to each other. We have been able to go, here's my luggage. And so far, neither one of us have gone, ugh. (laughs) But you took a risk. Yes, we both did. Because it's too hard to be to be something that you're not, Robert. You got to be true to yourself. And if they do, then you realize they're not. This is not God. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I just had to say that. Not a problem. I mean, we have to be ourselves because you can only. 
If you're not yourself, then you're constantly telling a lie. There you go. That's true. Well, that's true. If you're not, if you're not, if you're not, you know, you're right. I mean, you're just telling a lie. You know, you're just putting a for or what is it, what's what called like a barrier or or for say what do you call facade. it facade. facade. And, and you know, like you're all that. You're like like you know when you go on your first date. Oh, he's perfect. And then of course you know, you know. You see him with his gut or something, <laughs> or, you know, or, or you know, or you see her without her shoes on and she has knobby feet or something. Oh, not no, you, not pedicure. You, not you, honey. Mm-hmm. But but you know you know what I'm saying though. I mean, so uh, break down this facade. I mean, gosh, when Teresa and I went out the second date we had, I I spoke to her for hours about all the baggage I had. You know, after she dropped, after her jaw came off the ground. Oh please. You know, and, you know. And, but in all honesty, though, I, I just said, you know what, I'm not going to play games no. here. I don't have time to play because games. We decided Th- let's get it out there, and yeah. we didn't did not want to get hurt again. So let's just right. do this early. So this mm-hmm. is who I am, and this is who God is is molding me to be. Mm-hmm. So you can focus on who I was, or you can focus on who I'm, who God's trying to make me into right. and mold me in, in, out of that clay. Mm-hmm. And I praise God that She chose to to see the person He's wanting to mold me into. So that is another part of a supportive relationship when it comes to our spouses. Mm-hmm. You know? And supportive relationships can can give you an objective opinion and be able to say, I don't know, maybe you can see this, or maybe no one's ever told you this before, but I love you, and this is why I'm going to tell you this, and vice versa. Those kind of people will take a risk with you to tell you what they believe the Lord's wanting you to know, and for you to say, I don't want to be friends with you, that hurt. Yeah, that's true. And so supportive relationships will take risks simply mm-hmm. because they want the best for you. Well, you know, Robert, you know, and Teresa, the, the, the greatest supportive relationship we can have is with Jesus. Amen. He will never leave us. He will never say, that's too much for me. And believe me, when I was confessing my sins to the Lord, I was thinking, man, he is going to bolt, mm-hmm. you know, when I tell him all this stuff. <laughs> and what did he do? He put his arms around me. He whispered in my ear, I love you. Don't ever forget that. That's what he's doing for you today, too. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I want to support you. I want you to lean on me. And I want you to feel my heartbeat. So do you want to have that supportive relationship with Jesus Christ? We pray that you do. We pray that uh, those who have walked away, just like the prodigal son, and when the prodigal son came back to the father, he thought the father wouldn't want him. And what happened? The father ran towards him and gave him a party and said, I'm glad you're back. So if you have walked away, come on back. And if you've never given your life to Christ and you want to have this supportive relationship from Jesus, Well, today's the day. So we'd love for you with a sincere heart to pray this prayer with us. And just know that you're saved and and that, uh, man, you can start living this awesome life with Jesus. I mean, trust me. Don't trust me. Trust God. Mm -hmm. It's the way to go. Mm -hmm. So please pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord, I know you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day, and because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven if I ask you from a sincere sincere heart to forgive me. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, I need you as my supportive relationship. 
I need you as my everything. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thank you. And if you prayed that prayer, we'd love for you to email us at info at livingitup.org. And so before we end this week of podcasts with our our guest, Robert. Yeah, Robert, thanks for being with us this week. It's been really awesome, man. How would you like to, what would you like to say to wrap it up? From your experience, but he's speechless. Oh, <laughs> I know it wasn't that no, great. This, this was, I was not that great. Yeah, this great. has been such a dawning experience. You know, you, you didn't know what to say. You know, so sorry. Yeah. but <laughs> but okay. no, we we are glad that our our, our tech tech guy and our, our brother in Christ, our friend, has joined us this week, and um, we just love you guys, and we encourage you to have a supportive relationship with Jesus Christ. That's right. And I have a special prayer request. Now that we've wrapped this up, we're going to go eat lunch, and I'm feeling really tempted to eat something that I shouldn't. <laughs> so will those of you out there pray for me that I will be good? It is. And it, I'm, I'm, I'm counting on y'all. So and pray, until, and pray that my wife will not get mad at me when I eat something that I'm not supposed to. <laughs> help me, Robert. No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay. I until, can't help there. That's right. <laughs> until we talk to you Monday, Robert, what do we say? Keep living it up. While beginning again. Woo!